Welcome to the Black Propaganda Podcast, hosted by Black and Company. The BP Podcast is sponsored by Soul Shop. Soul Shop is a Black-owned metaphysical shop and blog based in New York City. They make it a priority to give their customers quality, potent, natural products that soothe the body, mind, and soul. Visit Soul Shop Co. for their spiritually charged products, ranging from scented oils to yoga fitness supplies. Soul Shop also provides a monthly Tariscope subscription. A Zodiac Tariscope reading will be published monthly, giving spiritual advice for the month and year ahead. All episodes of the BP Podcast are pre-recorded and edited in the Cast Sound Lab studio located in Brooklyn, New York. Alright, so what's good y'all? I'm here with two of my entrepreneur friends, Calvin and Natania. How y'all doing? Doing well, doing well. Speak, you, could, you could come closer to the mic, my bro. Bad, my bad, my bad. No problem. Um, so where did y'all just come from? Uh, I just came from Delaware. Mm-hmm. I just came from Albany. Where? Why are y'all out there? Uh, I actually live in Delaware, unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately? <laughs> What's so bad about Delaware? Coming from New York, Delaware is like too much of a change. It's too slow, too boring. Really it was out there like... Nothing. Like nothing, like just cribs, just houses, cribs, and Wawa. There's no like, <laughs> there's no like nothing city like, no the, little like, bar. There's downtown Wilmington, but it's maybe a total of forty blocks big, mm. and it's like that's not really city. Like it's just that's just that's yeah, their version that's light <laughs> to us. So, but so you just bought a house out there? I did. I did. And like, how did that work out for you? At how old are you? Twenty one. Twenty one. Yes. You just bought your first crib in Delaware, out of state. Mm-hmm. You came from where? Uh, Brooklyn, New York. What part of Brooklyn? Uh, Bedford, <laughs> the Bedford Stuyvesant area. <laughs> Yo, Bedford, do it now. I'm very happy for you because like you. seeing you in middle school and like both of y'all, we all went to middle school together, mm-hmm. and like um, seeing like. The, the success from different people like more than just us mm-hmm. like we're all on our own path and it's really like a beautiful thing to see like we were really gifted and talented and all of us are doing something I know a few publicists I know a few HR people yeah. that are doing like, like everybody from thing. our graduating class is really doing well exactly it's a beautiful thing and what about you bro which cool brings you from Albany I honestly had no real reason to be old. I had <laughs> friends there. I didn't have anything else to do business-wise this weekend. So I hear you. I said, I have some free time. I'm going to go visit some friends in a different city. All right. So we're here to talk about Forex, obviously. Mm-hmm. And explain what Forex is to the people. Because I know, like, a lot of, I guess, pedestrian people on the gram or on Facebook look at it and see like damn these niggas just trying to take my money (laughs) (laughs) like so what how would you explain it to somebody that is just completely uneducated about finances and doesn't really invest in anything Uh, so the simplest way I always explain it is currencies are always changing in value that's why they call currency unless they current you have to always be updating so the U.S. dollar is always either losing or gaining strength. So to put it in simple terms, I say, you know how if you have to go to Europe, you have to exchange a U.S. dollar for euros. Right. At the time you went, the exchange rate was two to one. 
So you had 20 US dollars. They gave you 10 euros in Europe. Mm-hmm. Right. So you there. You don't spend no money. You get called family emergency. You got to fly back right away. Right. So you still got your little 10 euros. You never spent them. You remember when Donald Trump shut the government down earlier in the year. Right. That caused the US economy to completely like shoot down. Okay. So the value of the dollar shot down. Shot down as well. So now you come back with your 10 euros. And like I said, Trump had just shut the government down. It's fresh. You give them your 10 euros at the exchange booth, they give you back $40 as opposed to 20 because the exchange rate changed from 2 to 1 to 4 to 1 because the U.S. dollar lost strength. Yes. Things like that, are ha- like that's happening every single day. Mm. Obviously not at the level of Trump shutting the government down, but every currency is either losing or gaining value versus another one. Right. So you just netted $20 of profit and you did nothing but hold another currency. Mm. And the beauty of this is we can do this all from our phones now. We live in an internet-driven world. So you can do all this from your phone now because... Essentially, the major players in the market and things like that, really, okay. really, really wealthy people, they invest in this market. Okay. They don't want to have to travel the country every single day to make money. They can do it straight off the internet. I usually, I use Japan. I don't know why. It's biased. Yeah. I know they got a lot of stores over there. I use pretty much the same example, though. It's like, say, he's going to Japan. Everybody goes shopping when they go to mm-hmm. Japan, right? You can't use your United States dollars to shop. You have to get yen. Everybody knows when you go to Japan, well, everybody doesn't know that, but when you go to Japan, our dollars worth over a hundred of their dollars. Mm-hmm. So you give them a hundred dollars, they give you like 10,000 yen. Right. So if you were to hold that, say you go shopping, we in bait, right? We in Japan, we don't see <laughs> nothing in our socks, nothing we like. So we go, it's time to go home now. The next day, last day, we couldn't find nothing. Mm-hmm. We still have that 10,000 yen, give it back. They give us $175 now. And we, like, nobody knows why. If you've ever traveled the country, you've probably experienced this change in value and you don't know why. Mm. Forex is the reason why. So basically, what you're saying is that we can capitalize off the change in currency. Yes. Yes. Right. And why do you feel like so many people are so skeptical? Because it's new. It's. Yeah, like it doesn't make sense to the masses. It's something they haven't heard of. That's true. All our life, we're taught that the only market we even know exists is the stock market. Ninety percent of our lives. Mm-hmm. Reason being, America wants you to invest in the stock market because when you invest in the stock market, the American economy goes up because you're investing into American stocks. Okay. So the Americans, at the end of the day, all countries are capitalistic. They want money. They want the economy to be better. So when you get an iPhone, stocks apps come on the iPhone. They're always pushing that on you. Whenever you hear the word invest mm-hmm. the first thing you think of is stocks that's legit the first thing that comes right, to mind true. not even investing in stocks yourself stocks and bonds exactly <laughs> not even investing in yourself the first thing is invest stocks right because that's what they want to push on you Like, so everybody thinks like being a financial guru being all that stuff is Wall Street and all that and it's like there's a lot more that you don't know about and that's why people are so skeptical because they don't know anything about it mm. The stock market is always pushed because it's helping the government all the time. When you trade Forex, you don't help anybody except yourself. <laughs> okay, so let me. So, as Forex traders, how do y'all feel about the stock market? Like, do y'all invest in stocks? Absolutely or, not. No. Why not? It's kind of just like. It's redundant? Yeah, and it's it's just like, all right, so I, ha- I know someone who, in like 2008, when the bubble popped, they bought 
a stock in some company that's $5,000. Seven years later, that $5,000 was worth $42,000. And, it be- and it's like, oh, wow. And then money just grew for nothing. Mm-hmm. In my mind, I'm just like, if I throw $5,000 into my MT4 app, <laughs> I can probably have $40,000 in a month. I hear that. So it's, it's just like, why do it? Because like, I mean, is 25 times bigger and like 100 times faster. So it's all about your level of comfort. A lot of people see Forex as more high risk. When I see like higher, higher risk usually means higher reward. That's true. You can either look at it as more dangerous or more lucrative. And it is more volatile. I mean, I know you can set stop losses and stuff, yeah. but yeah. like, hmm. Like, hmm. <laughs> it's all right. I'm just thinking. There's no way the New York. Like say the New York Exchange, what the biggest stock market yeah. in the world? Right. There's no way it can compete with a worldwide market that, com- like banks participate in. That's true. Funds. There's no way you can compete with that. It's a six point six trillion dollar market, compared to I think a twenty five billion dollar market. So it's like, you might as well. Like I get it. It's it's but a little more to it's, learn. It's it's more to learn, and yes. it's more you have to participate mm-hmm. on a day to day basis more. Of course, not well, not necessarily. It depends yeah. on what style you want to trade. If you want a position trade, and you want to trade the weekly time frame, if you're comfortable waiting and getting three trades a year, you can place three trades a year. Okay, and so, those three trades will net a huge amount of profit. Exactly. So, how long has this been here? For and that we're just figuring this out forever. And, and like we're just figuring it out because of what's called leverage. Now, online brokers will give us leverage. It's a big money market, so like my my personal trading account, I have one to five hundred leverage. Mm-hmm. It means for every dollar I put in my account, I can act as if I have five hundred dollars. Okay, that's the reason we can now participate with our small money, because the market is so huge that in order to participate, you would need I forgot the exact number, but okay. before it was no, it was like a hundred k to even place a trade before, until we've gotten leverage from these new online brokers. Okay, so explain that again. It like putting in twenty dollars, and that's a le- that's oh my god, that's a leverage, that's a leveraged amount. So, after, so explain that one more time. So every dollar I put in my account, mm-hmm. I can participate in the market as if that dollar is five hundred dollars. So I have to put twenty dollars in. Twenty times five hundred. Ten k. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Basically, I have a ten thousand. So you have ten k to trade. To place trades and use certain lot sizes, it takes to to use uh, to place a certain lot size. You need a certain balance, right? So, in order for you to have to be able to place that lot size with a smaller account balance, your money is still at risk, but you have a higher leverage now. Mm. It's essentially like a credit on your account yeah. that you don't really get access to, but it allows you to participate in the market. Exactly. So it's essentially mm-hmm. like all right, Without I only leverage, really have twenty dollars, but the market thinks I have ten thousand. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Without leverage, we probably all don't have enough money to trade in this market. Yeah. Okay. So now, but you guys are a part of a trade house, right? Yes. All right. So what's the name of you guys' trade house? Well, trade house investment group. Trade house investment group. So how much? Oh, a, small, pe- a smaller time. Well, in a subsidiary, not subsidiary, but we also we're part of Pepperholics, which is under trade house. Okay. So how many of you are there? Trade house has over twenty thousand people, I believe. An investment group of fifteen thousand and Pepperholics has over fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred people trading. Yes. And they were established when, do you know? 
everybody comes in like it's wait growing. when was Pippa Holly's yeah like, oh, last together. November last year November last November, last November. So, okay this is fairly new so Tradehouse the investment group was two years ago so obviously we like just hearing this like we all hear that it's beneficial but like why not why wouldn't somebody want to learn it on their own instead of paying somebody monthly to do what like what am I paying a trade house for all right so essentially you don't pay the trade house well, okay. you paid i market well i am mastery academy okay. formerly known as i market live which is the educational platform mm-hmm. same way everybody pays for school you pay to learn this skill mm-hmm. and the only difference is this skill can pay you back instantly school you go to school four years like your degree doesn't start really paying you back until after you paid it for your student debt things like that so you pay for access to the education right iml academy has over 18 plus hours of educational videos going from the history of forex the basics all the way up to how to analyze a chart 18 mm-hmm. plus hours of that step by step you can watch these videos over and over again until you understand it then you also get access to iml tv iml tv is essentially like a netflix for trading there's over 100 plus master educators uh, in order to be an IML educator on the platform you've had to make at least a million dollars trading in the market so you have to show them that books and history and they'll make you an educator mm-hmm. so these in, the, in these trade rooms they show you their strategies they analyze charts they show you how they view in the market they'll even tell you what trades they're in and what trades they get into and like I said these are seven eight figure traders so you utilize that they made a lot of money they'll make you a lot of money if you utilize it people don't utilize it sometimes and so but that's so so people pay and don't do anything with it oh you'll be surprised you'll I, be so I've surprised. seen people literally pay and never even set up their account I've seen it happen it makes no sense don't it leaves me with the same face you have on right now <laughs> it's, it's crazy just, it don't makes no sense um uh, I'm I'm definitely interested in Forex and I've been investing in stocks for the past two and a half years. Thinking of like just thinking like okay, like I'm just gonna put this money down consistently for the future. Which is a good thing, but at the same it's time It's a good I'm, thought process. It's a good thought process. But how you guys explain like the rate of change and the volatility in Forex, it just only makes sense yeah. to like dip into that. And like D'Artagnan said, it's obviously higher risk than the stock market. However, the thing I like about what we have going on is I feel like we've kind of cracked the code. Like, it's like, <laughs> honestly, I feel like we kind of, I don't want to say beat the system, but we cracked the code. We basically put set a system in place to where you get trades from people who are super experienced in this market. You can only risk, you set a stop loss where you only risk a certain amount of money. So it's like, if you're constant, and we, the way we trade personally at Pepperholics, we almost all our trades are one to three risk to reward ratios. So that means if one trade loses, if we lose two trades and we win the next trade, we're still in profit. Like, it's basically like the stop loss is only a, like, so say for instance, you want to risk every trade, you want to risk $20, but we're always stand, we always stand to gain $60. Mm. So it's essentially like that. Like, we trade like, the, like we legit. It get it, it blows <laughs> my mind. You twenty five percent of the time and still not lose money. Exactly. And if you win twenty five percent of the time, you need to be trading demo until you. And I hear, I hear, like on average, like good traders make positive trades at least seventy percent of the time. Yes. yes, that's what I'm saying. So that's if true. you're taking one to three risks, or even one to twos, 
and you're winning 66% of the time, it's pretty good. Okay, so now, so what slows this up? Like, is the, like, there's no catch. No. There's no, like, all right, so what, they're saying next year a recession might hit. What happens? We want it to. We would, me, I do too, but for different reasons. But I I do too, because definitely I'm waiting for these these stock prices to go down. (laughs) If the recession hits, I will be a very, very wealthy man. Very wealthy. And it will start my journey to complete wealth. Yeah. On what? Essentially, so you remember how I told you Euro trumps with the government now, US dollar? Right. I'm just going to sell the US dollar for everything. I wouldn't have any US dollars. I'm legit going to empty. All my accounts, like my bank <laughs> account, savings account, I'm putting in my trading account, and I'm selling every US dollar until I don't feel like selling. And no also, if you like, there's also an indice called US 30, which is the top 30 stocks. And you can trade, basically, you can trade the stock market bundled in Forex. Yeah. So, like, if the stock market were to tank and I sell US 30, you short and you short US thirty. Yeah, not short, short US thirty exactly. US thirty is the Dow Jones thirty. Mm. And they have the Nasdaq one hundred. I can S&P literally short it. Like so like those days where you see the news drop eight hundred points, I probably made money. Yeah. Yo. I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy. I'm so happy that we got to this point and like we're fucking here. And like we all like figured out the answers to our questions. You mm-hmm. feel me? Like like, it's really a blessing. Like, it's really yeah. a blessing, and I'm happy for you two guys. Like, so, y'all just graduated from college, right? Yeah. So, how do y'all feel about people saying college is a scam? I agree. Now that... I, I don't... I'm not going to say I agree wholeheartedly, but mm-hmm. for 85% of college, I agree. Why? Because... Like I said, I graduated and I went to go try to get a job in my field, right? Uh, I live in New York. It was very hard for me to even find something that was like fifty or fifty-five thousand dollars a year. That's you, a fact. You can't live in New York on less than that. And this is—I'm single, all that. Like I don't have no kids or nothing, but I have a car and I want to get a. I wouldn't even be able to own a house. I'll have to rent, which would be super expensive. And then. Like I can't, and then it's like you don't get the majority of it was forty to forty five, and you don't get more money until two years. Mm. And I'm just like, I went to college. Like now, I was blessed enough. I played basketball, had a scholarship, but it was like for people who didn't get that opportunity, they're coming out of college with their degrees, mm-hmm. ready to go get into the real world. So they're gonna make a little bit of money, and they're gonna have to pay back a lot of student loan debt. And then, so it's like, how do you expect them? To, like, it's it's sad. People won't really get on their feet and be able to start enjoying life until like 30, 35, if you go that route. That is true. Honestly. And you went for college for marketing, right? Yes. And what did you go for? I went, I was a liberal arts major. <laughs> I was gonna, honestly, I didn't, I didn't finish. I didn't get my bachelor's. I got my associates. I was gonna transfer and go to um, the psychology route. Not because I wanted to work in that field, but because it's the only thing that interested me enough to go to class. I feel that. That's why I and picked that too. Yeah. Do I think college is a scam? Yes. Do I think you should go to college? Yes. yes. Because college is a once-in-a-lifetime experience. And the network you make in college, I feel like it's probably the most important part. Am I, I don't, do I think you should put yourself $50,000 in debt to go to college? No. But I do recommend at least a year 
try it. That's true. See if you and like luckily it. we have free college now. Out exactly. Here. Like you know, you can go somewhere affordable. You don't always have to like me. When I le- I left, I played basketball at my two year school, mm-hmm. and I was gonna go to North Carolina A and T until they I realized it was thirty thousand dollars. And I'm like, that's a piece of paper I don't even plan on using. I was going to have fun. I can't lie. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm not paying them thirty thousand dollars. Alabama have fun. No, nah, North Carolina A and T. North Carolina. North Carolina. Yeah, I was gonna. It was my favorite HBCU. I wanted to go, but I said I'm not giving them thirty thousand dollars to have fun. And now, um, look at you guys, <laughs> like on forex. Um, so like, in your trading houses, you mentioned like having like million dollar people mm-hmm. um i noticed like uh, nfl ram yeah. was a part of your trading houses which is a pretty good thing but like in terms of like the trading family like what do you guys learn outside of forex like what do these people bring to the table i love it i love it it's honestly it's it's, it's the most beautiful network i've seen because it's a bunch of young people who are on the right path and we're all interested in the same type of things whether mm-hmm. it's Exactly, Forex. I learned a lot about real estate from Calvin right here. And I'm not, I, I knew him before Forex in the family, but there's other people I've met that I've learned about credit repair, a bunch of different things that I've learned through basically a, a network of young entrepreneurs who all specialize in certain fields. So That's it's like, and then it's, it's a positive environment, which a lot of people don't have. Like I see a lot of people, like they'll get started and they're not used to the type of love that is spread throughout Trade House and throughout the family and it's like it's that's a it's a safe space that a lot of people don't have outside of it so it's honestly something beautiful to me outside of the money as well i think like a lot of especially young black boys from my neighborhoods actually want this type of thing like you feel me but they don't even know where to look to begin with so like it's not even always like an effort thing and sometimes it's really like, yo, yeah, there's nobody not, around me exactly. that's on this type of timing. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking like these things and how the fuck to get out this place and mm-hmm. shit. But exactly. I have nobody that is setting a positive example and showing me the route. And that's the issue I've been having because, you know, I'm from the projects. And so a lot of the people, a lot of my closest friends, it's like I'm trying to get them to understand. Because I went, I went to college, none of my friends I grew up with did. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, they didn't get the chance to see the outside world. They're still stuck in, all right, I'm going to get this fast money. I'm going to get this holy money. I'm going to live life like this. Because everybody I see, that's how they get money. And mm-hmm. I was like that growing up, too. Like, you see the old heads with all the sneakers, all the honeys, all that. That's what, But then it's like, what now mean. I'm at a point where I got to see the outside world. And it's like, a lot of the old heads that I looked up to, I have more than them. Like, not one of them have an asset. I have two. And so it's just like, and it's hard to show other people it's hard to show like my hood friends that because I'm not at the point where it's gonna make them say alright I need to do this like I'm not a six figure trader or nothing like that but what they don't understand is I'm trying to get them on the road to that way they can get get there there with me as opposed to I get there and now they catching up bro you're 21 even if you're not a six figure trader you're a fucking five figure trader (laughs) like what the fuck yeah but it's like (laughs) you understand what I'm trying to say it's like a lot of people we, we joke about, like, you can't... Every, not everybody has vision, everybody has sight. Mm-hmm. So it's like... I, I, right now, I drive a Murano. Most likely, next year, I will not be driving a Murano. But it's going to take the new car for everybody else to feel like I was making money. That's a fact. Like, it, honestly, I'm not even somebody who comfortably... Po- I don't even post stuff like that a lot. But 
it's almost like I have to show people that for them to feel like I'm not lying. Yeah, like you, you gotta, you gotta dazzle the nice stuff in yeah, the face to like, recruit them. I understand. And it's like what? But it should just take yo. I have this great way of how to make money. You just you gotta pay a little bit. That's life. And then, but the thing that kills me is you tell them like, all right, look, this dude is making this much. This one's making this much. All right, and then it's like, oh, well, how much you made? And it's like people with that mindset. I actually posted this status the other day. If you have the, I have to see you do it first mindset. You'll always be last. Like at the end of the day, the platform has clearly breeded successful people. Trade House, our particular investment group, has over 32 chairmen. That's over 32 people making six figures a year residually before the trades. Hmm. I'm 99% sure not one college can say they put out, in the past two years, they put out 32 six-figure earners and I want to say four millionaire total? Three? Three million? Four millionaires total. Four millionaires and then... 28 six-figure earners at a minimum of $120,000 before the trades, before bonuses and payouts because you get bonuses on all your residuals. Exactly. There's no, like, there's no college, there's no, there's no Mm -hmm. drug game or nothing like that that can tell you that people are really out here changing changing their life and then helping other people change their life. Right. We, we're in an environment where we're breeding success for everybody, and that's weird, especially in our community. We've all, like, the black community is crabs in a barrel. That's like, a fact. Even as much as we don't want it to be, it is. And so when you hear someone saying, all right, well, I'm going to put you in a position to be successful. Hey, what you want for it? Like, exactly. What you want for it? What do you, like, this is like, not, it don't make sense. Is this legit? Like, this don't make no sense. Like, exactly. what? I could put $20 in this account, and I'm going to have $100 tomorrow? Oh, yeah. Like, what? Like, I could pay all my bills. With that, why am I just figuring this out? And that's honestly the biggest reason as to why it's such a talking point on social media. Mm -hmm. Because there's a lot, like I said, it's new. So you can make a lot of new jokes and stuff like that. The one thing that's always going to prevail is like, I remember last month, it was heavy. People talking about it. And then this month, nobody really has anything else to say anymore. Because, you know, we're still winning. We're still in profit. We're still doing what we do. And so at the end of the day, we're always going to outlast. And it's actually funny. DT told me this. He said... As if you hit adversity along the way, that means you're going the right way. Exactly. Keep and going. So that's a fact. Like that. That just lets me know, like we're on the right path. You just got to keep going. I seen like a post stating that like a lot of traders, like just got in because it was hot, and then now like they're falling off. Yeah. Because yeah. they're not consistent. Exactly. And how y'all feel about that? It's true. It's completely true. It got really saturated really fast, and it was mm. it was funny to see, because yeah. I like we, what happens is. People was like, it's like the people I told you. People start and never set up their account. A lot of people started. You saw it was discounted for like two weeks. Mm-hmm. A lot of people started. They wanted to get in IM Academy and start learning. IM Academy is an academy. It's just that. So if you join and you do not look at it or do not set anything up, you're not going to make any money. True. And then the month goes by and they try to charge you and you're like, what am I paying for? You're paying for something that you signed up for and never actually used. So I always say, I joke that Anybody who's like gotten started and just completely quit in their first month, they never really gave it a try. Yeah, that's true. Cause like you didn't even attempt to learn, yeah, you didn't yeah. watch any videos, exactly. you don't know how to use any other application. Cause anybody who's joined and they and like they've come to anybody I've spoke to who's joined and then they've come to a decision like, oh no, it's not for me. It's always the same thing. Either they didn't apply themselves, or maybe they had bad leadership at first. Yeah, I think. 
I think like the issues in like different fields is parallel. So like if you're not driven, like it's gonna show yeah. no matter where you exactly. are, no matter how no matter easy this do. is or how hard this is, like it's always gonna show. It's like you said, everybody has sight, nobody has vision. That's a fact. So it's just like when people like I said, when people enroll nine yeah. times out of ten, the only people who don't who like quit are either they like you said, they weren't driven, they didn't do what they're supposed to. And so it's like, and the biggest excuse you always hear is time, and it's <laughs> oh I have no time. It's baffling to me because these people that have no time, they actually post on social media the most half the time. I'm just like, hmm. you see, they're watching Netflix, they're doing things like that. Like you don't re- like it's it's hard for people to understand what it really takes to get to successful, and then you get there and they're like, oh, I wish I was you. Or, you really have to you give up this. a lot, and right. I'm like. If it was easy, everybody would be successful. Yeah. I'm like, I, I, I stop. Like, you can't, you can't, I can't tell you anything that's on Netflix. Yeah, right like, I gave up video games just to learn IT for two years. That's what I'm saying. Like, I love video games. Playing you know what's funny? I didn't even buy 2K20. Neither. I haven't, I, when, I, when I left school, I left school, I actually left school early. That's, that's another story, though. But when I left school, I haven't even plugged in my Xbox since I came home. The chart became my video game. Bro, like oh Fortnite didn't make me no money. As much wins as I it's had, not. I didn't make it. I, the only money I ever made on Fortnite was I was in a trade while I was playing Fortnite. <laughs> when that happened, I said, "All right, it's not Fortnite's not the answer." Do you guys trade Bitcoin too? Yes. Uh, but like, how do you guys trade it, or do you guys invest in it? Trade it. So you like Bitcoin is actually bearish right now. So like, you could have <laughs> sold it. All right, so I had a video that kind of went viral of me making eight hundred dollars in thirty seconds mm-hmm. on Instagram. That was on Bitcoin. Yeah. That was on Bitcoin. Oh, That's crazy. Bitcoin shot maybe what three k pips, three thousand yeah. pips in under a minute. So it's like, look, if you would have invested long term to make nine hundred dollars, the price only the price went from what like seven thousand to ten thousand. Mm-hmm. So for you to make nine hundred, you would have had had to have what? What's that like thirty percent? You'd have had to pretty much invest eighteen hundred. Okay. If you was just in, into investing, Bitcoin, just to, like for the long term investment when it comes to cryptocurrency, in order for you to make three hundred dollars, nine hundred dollars, you'd have had to have eighteen hundred already in. Okay. No, twenty seven. Thirty percent of it. Yeah, twenty seven. You'd have had to have twenty seven hundred in already. Yeah. Me, I had nineteen cent. And you made eight hundred dollars off nineteen cent. Yeah. It was actually up at like a thousand. But it's so volatile, by the time I tried to close it, it shot down exactly. $200. That's crazy. That's what we mean by the lot sizes, too. Because the 19 cent lot size is basically okay. his account. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like he's is acting as if he had like 190000 Yeah. Okay, but who? where's the rest of Like, who's, who's leveraging the money? The, the broker. broker. And the broker is... Hugo's way, KOT, there's yeah, a bunch of different Whatever broker you use. Yeah. There's a there's a broker that has like one to three thousand leverage. I almost used it, but I'm gonna get myself and I'm probably gonna lose money doing that. Because yeah. the, be the higher your leverage, basically the more you can so like when you have a one to five hundred leverage, you only have twenty dollars in your account, they'll never really let you risk that whole twenty dollars. Exactly. You lose like fifteen. Yeah, mm-hmm. the most they'll let you use is like fifteen. But if your thing is like one to three thousand, they'll actually let you like damn near over yeah, you could like, probably go negative and you owe the broker. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you don't want to. And it's, very, it, again, it's volatile, so it moves fast. And so. I'm understanding. I'm getting it. Um, but when it comes to cryptocurrency, I I personally do invest in cryptocurrency long term 
but new because ones. honestly, the way I see it, a lot there's a lot of hype over cryptocurrency, and they say it's gonna take over. Like fiat currency is out mm-hmm. in the next two three years. Cryptocurrency is gonna take over. Honestly, whether it happens or not, I I feel like there's way more to gain. I'm a risk to reward guy. I would be way more mad if I missed that boom than if I lost like fifty dollars. That's true. Because if you had $50 in Bitcoin in 2008, but you like, have a lot of Bitcoin is at 10K right now. But. I think it was like 25 cents. So like, there's, there's cryptocurrencies out there right now that are like $50. Say I buy one, and then in 10 years, say cryptocurrency takes over in five years and it's worth $50,000. Off of my $50 investment, I just made $50,000. So what do you think is going to happen? Like, when it hits, like, is the paper money going to... If the recession is as big as people keep talking about it, and cryptocurrency shoots the way it is projected to shoot... During the recession? Yeah. If that happens, again, I'm going to be a very... (laughs) I'm I'm sitting on a few crypto coins. At the end of the day, it's just like, paper money will never vanish. Like you always gonna, like cash will always yeah that's be what I'm around, saying but cash can also lose value but I I it feel like value every year from inflation but I feel like cash could be digitized period like what if they say yo but you got you got you got twenty thousand in your account right now all right we're gonna stop using like paper like so you're gonna stop just coming to the bank and we're just gonna give you like a digital coin but they have they have to have some type of coin and honestly if if that happens cryptocurrency was the pioneer the whole reason it isn't that now. It's because they don't know a safe way to do it. Yeah, like there's no. Yeah, they're trying to regulate it. There's yeah, no way if, to like. Again, this is always for sure. If crypto can be regulated, like I know one thing that's being talked about is Chase, like J.P. Morgan making mm-hmm. their own coin. Right. Nike is trying to make their own coin, and if the coins really do take over, it's going to be a race to see which coin is the strongest. And I have some pretty good ones. I hope end up the strongest ones. But if everybody has a coin. It like, would be just like Forex. There would be different values. Mm. Be different values in the coin. So now, as opposed to trading. But do you think that would diminish Forex a little bit? Like, if, if, anything, if everybody has a coin, it's just adding to the currencies, more the currencies to trade. Honestly, the only way Forex, the foreign exchange market, can be diminished is if we don't have trade money anymore. anymore. Okay. Yeah, like. If there's no, like, there would have to be no form of currency. And if everything's free, I don't need to make money. And the broker thing, like, how do you guys choose a broker? Like, not choose a broker, but, like, so you open the account and you find the broker personally? Or does it come with a trading house? Um, See, the whole, like, the whole point of trade house is we, like, Say you were to say you would like to hit me up and you wanted to get started. Mm-hmm. My my job is to guide you through it. So I would have you use my broker, the same broker I use. I would have you pretty much do everything the way I did, so you can have the smoothest learning curve that you can have. Mm-hmm. And all the mistakes I've already made, you don't have to make now. Right. That's the whole point of the mentorship and stuff. Right. But you can always just you can always just go and have your own broker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like there's people who were trading already prior to this. That's like yeah. one of my somebody on my team. He's been trading for years. He came in because it's like, all right, he can learn more. He can help his friends learn how to trade and stuff right. like that. And so he still uses his own broker, but he now he has access to all signals and things like that. And he's taking advantage of the residual income, okay. which is what is going to make everybody wealthy. Like trading will make you rich. Residual income makes you wealthy. 
you could go make a hundred thousand dollars trade and by the end of the day you still have to do something you still have to look at those charts you still have to input trades True. residual income you get paid every Friday because you showed a few other people how to make some money and that's mm. the beauty of it you're getting paid for what you did no longer for what you do that's true. what financial freedom is that's what wealth is true 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 so like um hmm two assets what do you feel like buying versus renting a lot of people say yo like it doesn't really make sense to buy property mm -hmm. because um you're paying for everything and you're paying the mortgage and the taxes on the property instead you can have your residual income like when you want to own something rent it out and then rent things that you use for your personal you know yeah. how do you uh, feel i think that? gary v said that right yeah that's gary v vlad a few yeah. other people so with that you should only be number one renting you should only be doing that is if you're you have a lot of money like because like you know who ty lopez is mm -hmm. no uh, all right. Well, he always rent. He's always renting out mansions and stuff like that to right. live in for like a year. It's oh, cheap. okay. I know who you're talking about. It's cheap to rent. It's cheaper to rent out a mansion. The than YouTube guy. Mansion. Yeah, it's cheaper <laughs> to rent out a mansion than own a mansion. Mm -hmm. The only time renting is better than owning is if you don't plan on being in that property for more than three years, I believe, three four years. Because mm -hmm. at the because number one, there's I think the highest lease is like thirty six months. So once that lease is up, they can completely change how much you pay. Right, and then in three years, the price can go up drastically. Your mortgage is the same forever. Like my mortgage right now is seven hundred and fifty dollars a month. It will be that in thirty years. So that's the beauty of oh, if you if you're gonna be somewhere long term, you have long term yeah. goals for it. And then with the property taxes thing, that's actually Hold included on. in your mortgage. Payment. Did you just say your mortgage is seven hundred and fifty thousand? <laughs> no, seven hundred fifty dollars a month. Yeah. So a trick to Yo, why do I he's live a wizard. here, he's bro? A he's a wizard. This is this is my real estate Google right here. Like bro, everything. why do I live here? Yeah. It's not even about <laughs> like, like that is a part of it. But the trick is, so essentially, my credit allowed me to, like, my I I qualified for a loan of two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. I only bought a house that was one hundred twenty thousand dollars. So that's a big mistake people you do when they get a house. They use the full amount they qualify for. So that brings their interest rate up and then that brings their payment up. I, my my property is half of what I'm qualified for. So it's like, it shows that my debt to income ratio will take care of it and things like that. And that brings my interest rate down drastically. And so. When we said $750. Yeah. And that, so, you're going to have to talk about that later because you just <laughs> spun circles around me. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, I mean that made sense. But so okay, so you were you got access for two hundred and fifty thousand dollars and your property was only one hundred and twenty thousand dollars. Yeah. So subtract that with the remainder, you're paying your bills with that. Yeah. Oh, that's what you were saying. No. Not uh, qualified. So essentially you have to get pre qualified for a certain for a home for a loan. Okay. Right. right. So they tell you how much your loan qualifies you for, and you can buy a house that is up to that amount because they, based on your credit, you can afford that. So like I can afford to live in a $250,000 house based on my income and my credit history and things like that. But if you ma if you go and do the max, your interest rate will be higher. It raises it doesn't raise red flags, but it's- Oh, okay. People's eyes. So you didn't actually take the loan out. No, you don't actually take the okay. $250,000 uh, loan out. It's just okay. what I'm qualified for. Ah, uh, got you, got you. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. 
And like, so you're trying to like invest in other places as well. Yeah, I just two weeks ago I just closed on a rental property that I purchased in Delaware, also in New mm-hmm. York, Delaware, two bedroom. So that was actually a cash deal. So got it for a good amount, maybe like forty five, fifty thousand dollars. The owner passed away, and so it has a lot of upside to it. Could possibly sell in the future for like one hundred seventy thousand. But right now, we're just going to rent it out, hold it long term, see what it does. So okay. I was playing okay. And when we spoke earlier, you were talking about, like, getting into, like, like getting ahead of, like, newly gentrified areas. Yeah. Like, so, like, Detroit is on your radar. Detroit is on my radar. Any other There's places. these things called opportunity tax zones. So, a lot everybody has access to it. You can Google opportunity tax zone, mm-hmm. and the IRS website will come up, and it'll show you, basically where the next wave of gentrification is going to come. Is is it true that, like, if all right, if somebody's not paying on their taxes on their property and you pay, like, three months or three years on, on it, mm-hmm. like, you get the property? All right, so what you're thinking about is a sheriff sale. Mm-hmm. So basically, if someone's house goes into foreclosure, they didn't pay the taxes on it, you can actually go to see that person, tell them, yo, write the, write the house over to me, I'll pay the taxes on it, give you $1,000. So now you could get a house for maybe $7,000 that's actually worth like $80,000. Mm. That's a good way to, you know, try to get next to profit. That's just very hard because people don't, don't want to. People are not just going to give you the house. And it, it's, you'll be surprised how prideful people are. I was say, even if they can't afford the Even taxes? if they can't afford it, they just don't want you to have it. They'll just <laughs> let it go to sheriff's. So once it goes to sheriff's sale, now it's at an auction. Yeah, okay. So yeah. once it's an auction, now everybody has a chance and things like that. And like, it goes up selfish. a little more. That is something. So you can still you get broke, it for a lower price, but you yeah, don't you want mad nobody because <laughs> I want your. I'm grip. trying to give you some money, and you yeah. gonna let the bank just take it? Like yeah. this legit, this old lady, she bought the she, well, she lost it now, but she's about to lose her house over the summer. We came, she owed like thirty thousand dollars on the property. We said, "Yo, you don't gotta worry about the taxes, and we'll give you like two k." No, that wouldn't do it. Like, but you're gonna lose your house. So now care. she lost the house and she's out of the 2K possibly. Exactly. The people are just stubborn. Like, That's crazy. That is crazy. Um. So, like, recently, the NCAA, the NCAA allowed players to get paid. And I know you were, like, a, a college basketball player and you got your scholarship. So how do you feel about that? Now that you're like out, uh, that's tough. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't gonna get nine. I went okay. to Division Two. Okay. I wasn't on nobody's NCAA cover, but right. uh, it's definitely tough. It's a beautiful thing. College athletes should get paid, especially because of the gross amount of money that's made from college athletes. Exactly. People don't understand like playing sports is very, very dangerous. Like we're just so used to it, but it's actually you can you're legit putting your body at risk every time you go into the court. That's field. true. And so dig and. To say, oh, well, you get your education for that. Well, we just talked about how how far college education even gets you. So <laughs> yeah, you get your education; it's paid for, and like you get to stay at a state of the art gym, and like. And then people always pull, oh, well, you love to do this and stuff like that. Yeah, but it's also like I'm still risk. I hate that argument. Yeah, I'm risking my body for your you know, entertainment. You know what I think is gonna happen though? I think they're gonna allow them to make business deals on their own. But I don't think that they're actually gonna give them like jersey sales, mm-hmm. tickets. No, nah, they said they, they said, said they money, get paid for their likeness. Yeah, they get paid that. any like money made of their name and their likeness. They're gonna get paid for. Yeah. 
So everybody who buys a Zion Duke jersey, mm, I gotta see it. <laughs> I gotta yeah, see it. It's hard to believe. Like, I don't like. I really don't think that Ohio State is gonna give. Um, well, I would. Zeke Zeke is in the league now, but like Ezekiel Elliott, like sales from his jersey. Not not like, the complete sale, but you're gonna. I, I feel like it'll probably be yeah, a small percentage. percentage. It's not. It's not gonna be. Complete. And I feel like yeah, that will be complete. Because honestly, like people don't even understand how the NCAA works in terms of funding. Like yeah. only a small amount of schools fund the all of the NCAA. Yeah. Like yeah. luckily, Alabama, Ohio State. Michigan are like that's big, what I was thinking too. big cash rollers and Duke and stuff like that are like the big boys yeah. in the in the league but the other smaller schools need those schools need those schools to survive I think that's why they're making it player based yeah. as opposed to like like salary yeah. yeah so it's like if this person is generating a lot of profit then they'll let them eat because I think that'll yeah. help keep the financial integrity of like you said the big schools carrying the little schools because if it was to be salary and it's like how is how you gonna tell the dude at Wagner how to get paid as opposed to dude exactly. at that's true. Like I was thinking it's gonna be like a cap or something like that, or like mm-hmm. they'll pay them like federally, like federal minimum <laughs> nah. wage or something like that. Nah, it'll but, just be off of what they actually. Yeah. So that way nobody can. Basically, like the superstars are gonna get paid for as much money as they bring in for the like they're gonna get paid money at well they're gonna get paid for the money that they make the school, but like the twelve guy on the bench. He's yeah. pretty much still gonna just be getting his that's free kinda, education. That's kind of <laughs> shitty. I mean, is it? it comes at the end. Not really. It's just how like it's real life. That's yeah. What if you're not like you're not nice. Cause yeah, if, you're not not nice. <laughs> if you if you're not like yeah, I mean, because everybody they're at that level, like you're some type of nice, right? But if you're not generating money while yeah. you're making money, yeah, you know, that's, that's true. Right. I understand. So, um, hmm. Um. So recently, Jay Z just made a deal with the NFL. You, you're my first sports guy, so I gotta talk to you guys about everything sports. <laughs> I'm sorry that it's a little dated, no. but like, how did you guys feel about like the Kaepernick thing, the NFL thing, the Jay Z thing, all together? I like it. The only way to change anything is to get on the inside. That's a fact. A lot of people they like. Some I seen somebody calling him a sellout. I'm like, huh. How is the NFL ever going to change anything if none of us own any team? But, like, how did you feel about Cap initially? Like, I liked what he was doing. And it's exactly what Jay-Z said. Because me, I'm the biggest Jay-Z supporter. You'll mm-hmm. never hear me. <laughs> yeah, it's a fact. Jay-Z's a billionaire from the projects that I grew up down the block from. So, he's my, he's everything to me. But it's like, he literally said, what Cap did, was the awareness mm. now it's like what's next exactly that's true because we can kneel yeah. forever and we're going to be kneeling forever that is true like it's actions actions do speak a lot of words and but I, okay. I like when I think about Cap I do have a little skepticism in terms of him like like I'm for the cause mm. and his cause but like throughout the like because I saw this from the beginning you feel me mm-hmm. so it starts he nails and everybody's like alright like you nail Trump says something it turns up then you leave your team and you think you're gonna get a new contract cause the salary contract like the salary cap went up that year so you think you're gonna be able to get 10 million and the select teams that sign you has reasons not to sign you other than like you nailing you feel me? It really didn't though. 
Like, all right. His football acumen. Right. Yeah, what reason did they have not to sign? Yeah, I mean, like, like Miami, Miami says some, something like, okay, you while you were protesting, you had, uh, what's it, a Fidel Castro t-shirt on. And you were representing Fidel Castro. Yeah, they're and, doing and, things for, like, political reasons. It was yeah. never because of his skill. Because yeah. before he retired. I don't think it was his skill. Before, before this whole thing, he was top. Outside of, like, legends like Brady, Breeze, and all of them, he was, like, a top three or four quarterback in the league. Three or four? I'm saying outside of the <laughs> established Outside of the established people, he was. What do you mean outside of, of the outside of the top tier? Like I'm not I'm not <laughs> counting people like top Tom Brady. No, Drew Brees, I, no, I do think he's talented. Aaron Rodgers. He was he was like them. He was second tier. He was second tier, but I do think he's talented. Yes. Like don't get me wrong. It's not He could have easily been a starting quarterback on, on yeah. half of the teams in the league. Exactly. That's true. That's what I'm saying. Mitchell Trubisky's a starting quarterback <laughs> in this. In yeah, the he could start over Mitchell Trubisky and he could start over like the quarterback from Tennessee. Honestly, but the only like, new quarterbacks that I don't think he could start over is Mahomes. Mahomes. And just Mahomes? Let me see. <laughs> Come on, just and... I feel like every team has a quarterback. Except for like three or four. Like obviously, I'm not talking about like like I said, Brady, Brady Breeze, Philip Rivers, Aaron Rodgers, um, Lamar Jackson. He could start over Lamar Jackson. A little more. It's the same thing. I feel That's like you've been the, the same. same it's, you've they, been the same. They would literally just have to play for it. There's no guarantee for either. Yeah. Maybe I'm biased to young. Dude. Even what's the name from the Rams? Kaepernick could be better than him. I don't believe that. From the Rams, Jared Goff. Goff. Yeah. Throwing the ball. <laughs> Production. I don't think so. No. Yeah, go for it. I ain't gonna lie. Kaepernick, but Kaepernick was the dip. Like the forty nine nah, was crazy. Yeah, but I feel like he had everything he needed, and then when he didn't have everything he needed, a lot of people do. Brady always has everything he needs. That's why he's lit. But so. aside from that, <laughs> no, like aside from that, like I feel like or he was about to get signed to Baltimore, and then. Your wife posts a picture of the owner hugging. Like, come on, bro. Like, you can't. Yeah, they, they were definitely. They definitely made some bad PR decisions. Yeah, I do so too. Was like, I I think so, but I don't know. Like, I do hope he gets back into the league. But those were a few things that just like threw me off a little bit mm-hmm. in terms of him. But I don't like the fact that everybody's like shutting Jay Z for trying. Well, actually, allocating NFL money. Yeah. Back into our communities, like, because like, like when you really think about it, how the NBA NFL really reacted to the situation? Like when he first started kneeling, they didn't say shit. They was all right. They was like, all right, you can kneel, <laughs> like cool, like, like cool. And then Trump, and then Trump said something, mm-hmm. and he's like, and he's like, oh, this guy is disrespecting the flag, and then fans are believing it. And then sponsors like, fuck. Like, yeah. yo, we're about to lose our fucking sponsors. Like, do we sign this guy? It's all about money. Okay. It is. It is about the bottom line as, as, as far yeah. as a company. But yeah. is a company responsible for when a company has, like, over 80% of African-Americans, are they responsible for, like, black agendas as well? Mm-hmm. Do you think so? Yeah. Yeah. Because hmm. essentially it's like, People will throw away their morals to feed their family. True. So at the end of the day, it's just like, yeah, I may not like this, but I'm gonna do it because I have personal stuff to deal with. If we were strong enough to actually boycott the NFL, there would be no NFL. That's true. That is true. It's as simple as that. Yeah. So, yeah, I, the- I don't want to say I can't disrespect us, but 
But in tackling the agenda of police brutality is a company that has nothing to do with that responsible for that. That is that is a good point. That's a good point to bring out. Like, I mean, but I we do they do make mm-hmm. all of their money off African American backs. Oh, yeah. But are they responsible for like our social issues? They're not responsible, but the players. You feel like you should respect it because it's on the players. I feel yeah, the players. Yeah, because like because if y'all like if y'all don't stand up or like if if we don't stand up, they're not gonna care. Because again, it has nothing to do with them. It's it's our issue. That's true. So. But at the same time, like I'm happy that they like they made like an NFL black co like players coalition. Mm-hmm. They gave them like eighty six thousand not eighty six thousand eighty six million dollars. <laughs> That'd be crazy. The NFL giving eighty six thousand dollars or something. Yeah, yeah. eighty six million dollars to like black causes of their black causes of their choice. And I feel like that's the right step forward. Like, especially forward. especially for some a group of people that really don't have to do anything. Yeah. Like they do not have to support our agendas at all they, they did not have to find jay-z they could have kept going this is their hundredth season exactly like they are the nfl is the biggest television show yeah the super bowl is most, in the world every year it's the most watched thing on tv like the channel five games at eight, eight prime time yeah. cowboys games have more viewers than anything else on tv yeah and like so they they would have been fine regardless but they still chose to do it whether it's pr or not like like a, a thing that i hate is when people say oh they're not doing enough to help us and then they do it and they say like yo oh they're just doing that for clout literally like well, jay-z did the whole thing what was it four hundred thousand dollars that he put back into the black community mm-hmm. i was on twitter i'm seeing people saying oh well four hundred thousand dollars is nothing to him and i'm just like like this is people like that, that you're just never gonna win with them. So you yeah, just, like you're never four hundred thousand dollars isn't enough. You know how many communities could, would change with four hundred thousand dollars? Like so, but does this morally does this change if like Jay Z already knew about this deal when speaking to Kaepernick? Like you understand what I'm trying to say? Like let's say he meets with Kaepernick, him and Kaepernick are discussing, um political agendas and Jay-Z knows like in the back of my head yo I'm about to make this deal with the NFL yeah I'm gonna be good cause I'm gonna be producing the Super Bowl but I'm also gonna be helping my people but I'm not telling him about it well he said he spoke to Cap right he did say he spoke to Cap so but other people other people close to Cap cause Cap doesn't speak mm-hmm. which is weird but like other people close to Cap say, say that like Cap had no knowledge of the deal and he didn't know anything that was going on I like mean, how do like all right so like I'm just saying like hypothetically you yeah. feel me like not like literally because we don't we don't know what happened behind but like if he was to if he knew to, like he was gonna do this is that, that weird like is that fake is that shiesty I mean it all depends fake shiesty all that depends on their per if they have a personal relationship because mm-hmm. like as far as we know Jay Z just supported what an NFL player was standing up against police brutality we yeah. don't know him and Kaepernick are like this or anything like that so. I just feel like I feel like he should have spoke to him about it because like you know like he said he's the one who brought the awareness mm-hmm. to that in that specific field. That's but true. It's like 
the end of the day, you don't owe anybody anything unless they're if unless they're yeah. That's yeah. a fact. So it's like, all right. So in turn, all right. So Cap had a trial, like a civil trial, mm-hmm. with the NFL, and he signed the NDA. So we don't know what happened, yeah. and we don't know how much money it got. But the reports say that he got close to ten million dollars. How do you feel about him signing the NDA, and like, because we don't know the ruling either, but. My theory is that he signed it, what well, he lost, and they say, yo, just sign this NDA, we'll still give you bread. Mm-hmm. And that way, like, the public won't hear that you officially lost the case, and we don't have to deal with this anymore. Mm-hmm. That's I honestly feel like that's, that's going to happen. That's exactly like, what I think happened. Because it's legit, just like, if he would have won, he wouldn't want to hide it. Yeah, that's true. That That too. If he would have won, he wouldn't just say, no, I'm not going to tell everybody I won. Because the whole thing about this is showing what's going on is wrong. I'm being blackballed. Right. So if it was he was able to prove it, then why would you not? Why would you not say anything? Exactly. Hmm. And the NFL, it was just damage control. Captain, he got money. He should be happy. Nobody knows what really happened. So now it's legit just. So now it's all just. It's speculation. Now, it's, now it's all just speculation and now he can't even talk about it exactly but like would the honorable thing for him to be not sign that shit mm. or I need to take care of my family so let me sign this shit as far as honorable it would have been to not sign it mm. but as far as smart you gotta yeah, take care yeah. of his family like I, I said you gotta at the end of the day you have to take care of real life sometimes and you know it sucks but it's like I, I don't feel like anybody should full blown throw away their morals but he was in a position where he probably wasn't going to get another NFL job. That's true. But at the same time, like, in order for them to rule collusion, like, basically everybody would have had to say no. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, he got job offers. They lowballed the shit out of him. But he got job offers. That is true. So, like, he's looking for $10 off rip. Which, $10 is not even crazy Mm -hmm. for, like, a quarterback. Well, like for a backup, it is. Yeah. But like for ten, like for ten million, I guess not even crazy. But the Broncos offer him like two million, three million dollars, and he just dubbed it. But I'm saying, like, if you want to play, like play. Uh, no, again, no. Like when you value yourself at a certain level, not everybody's willing to stoop. I hear you, but. I I know you value yourself at a certain level, but you wasn't crazy. Like you wasn't like you you got to That's you true. got some accolades. Yeah. But like towards your later years, like your last season, you had sixteen and four. Like people think that's okay, like that's good, but that's sixteen games in the season. Yeah. So sixteen touchdowns before interception is kind of ass. Even though your team was trash, yeah. like other players, like if Russell Wilson. Was chilling right now, like that. He's not. First off, he's not dropping sixteen and four, yeah. and second off, like he wouldn't be off the market right now. So what's the difference? Like, I don't know. I don't. I mean, like I support him. Like I support. It's just the fact that people that aren't better than him have jobs. That's the only thing. That's true. So and I honestly, people who aren't better than him are getting more than two million. Yeah, that's true. And at the same time, like there's definitely owners that are just not supporting him mm-hmm. and they don't they they're not they're not gonna do that. And then there's also people that feel like, you know what, I'd rather not because like even if you're a backup, 
like my starter is gonna throw an interception and the crowd is gonna start chanting your name and shit and we don't need that mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. we don't we don't need that so i i definitely support his agenda and i i, I support the progression from different angles and i just hope that it manifests into something substantial mm-hmm. because like it's it's a lot of money thrown around but like where is it actually going to mm-hmm. like you gave 86 million dollars but who the fuck like who <laughs> who's seeing that like who, where is that really going like i don't know um i think we about to wrap this up i think we talked about everything that we wanted to talk about <laughs> it's a little early but Very we had a great man. conversation um i appreciate you guys for shouting coming out um if you guys want to like shout out your instagrams and like your businesses right now you can do that oh my ig is 40 f-o-u-r-t-y underscore c-a-l my ig is mr mixon m-i-s-t-e-r m-i-x-s-o-n no no businesses Nothing. I mean, my businesses are attached to my personal page. I'm a <laughs> okay. blogger. I'm a photographer. I have separate pages for those. Mixing media. And gotcha. Mixing cuts. For business. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys. Have a great night. You, you too. too, bro. Appreciate you for having us. No problem. Well, that was pretty good. Like I just came back from a different world. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> New air. How did y'all like that? That was Dope. cool. It was...